0: The atmosphere is strong enough for anyone to catch whatever he wants to catch. Amen. Amen. The atmosphere is very strong and very sound. Amen. Amen. The Lord is faithful. Amen. Thank you. Gradually, we are moving into the third week gradually and by the grace of god that which he has programmed for us in this season will surely will surely get to us i know by now many of us have had certain encounters that speak so loud in our spiritual growth and many 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 more things will be happening. Amen. I came across a statement yesterday. I read that statement to my wife, but I've I've forgotten the thing. Now it takes purity. It takes the cleansing of a man For him to enter the realms of breaking fallow grounds, which is what we have been doing. It takes understanding and the grace of God for one to locate where the things are hidden. In Isaiah 45, verse 1 to 3, a scripture that we used somewhere last year or the last two years for about three months, if you remember. Some blessings of the saints are in hidden places. It takes a preparation like the one that we are doing now. For our eyes to open to those hidden places. I've told you before, the day I saw that God's feet were covered at one point by darkness, I realized that darkness is after all not very evil. (laughs) It is when the enemy habits, when he inhabits darkness that makes darkness very bad. There are things you hide that is the issue. You hide certain things some revelations God gives you some direction God gives you you hide those things. If they are as it were in darkness not open to the eyes of men. It does not mean that it is evil. It's not everything that God tells you that you speak and talk about. You wait for clearance to be able to talk about these things. Well, that's for another day. But there is something extraordinary for us to learn from the temptations of Jesus Christ. And that is what we are looking at this night. Uh, I hope I'm not duplicating anything here. Great. Hallelujah now we'll be, we'll be using the narrative as we have it in Luke's gospel and then we'll just do a little bit of picking here and there amen can we have can we have the chapter 4 of Luke's gospel from verse 1 to verse 13 we'll read that together Luke chapter 4, from verse 1 to verse 13. Uh, which translation do we have the New King James Version? Let's go ahead, let's read from the prompting over there. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days... He ate nothing, and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If, take note of that word, if. If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. King James says, Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. All right. Then the devil, uh, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Yes. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you and your glory, for this has been delivered to me And I give it to whomsoever I will. Uh, One of the few times Satan spoke the truth. There's no truth in him. He said a fact. It's not truth. He stated a fact. These things have been delivered. He didn't say he stole it. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. Go ahead. And Jesus answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had... Then Jesus was led up By the spirit Into the wilderness To be tempted by the devil That verse is Very important From Matthew's Narration Very important The purpose For the fast or going into the wilderness Was temptation That was the purpose Yes go ahead verse 11 then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to him that's an additional information go to Mark chapter 1 and read verses um, 12 and 13 Immediately, the Spirit drove him into the wilderness. Immediately, when you study Mark's Gospel, you will see, and it's straightforward. Immediately, everything is prompt. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan, and was with wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him additional contest, he was with wild beasts. Amen. Now, when you do a harmonization, the spirit of God led him without his consent. That's the essence of being driven into The place. It was a divine program. His opinion was not important to the wilderness. He went there to be tempted. And while he was there, he he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And at the end of it, he was very, very hungry. Then Satan came in. He tempted him. Now, God will not allow us to go through a temptation that we cannot bear. So the angels were there to minister to him. They didn't go there to fast for him. They didn't provide answers, but there was a divine presence. This fast that we are into, we are enjoying divine presence, the providence of God. The grace of God. The hand of God. So weakness becomes an asset and not a liability. The angels were there to strengthen him. But Luke said that the devil left him for a season. He will come at the opportune time. And this we see it in the scriptures. From that time all the way to the cross. The temptation continued. Any opportunity the devil had. He used that one to cause a delay in his life. Thinking he would get him. It was all about the test of obedience and humility. will touch issues one after the other as the Lord will help us do. But I want to take you to that word if now at the baptism of Jesus Christ at the baptism God made a statement if we are looking at Luke's own gospel. Verse twenty-one and verse twenty-two of chapter three. When all the people had been baptized, then Jesus also came there to be baptized. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was open. Next verse, and the Holy Spirit descended. In bodily form like a dove upon him. The Holy Ghost is not a dove. Like. Like is not is. And a voice came from heaven which said. You are my beloved son. In you I am well pleased. So the sonship of Jesus Christ was announced on this day. And Satan also heard it. Praise God. He heard it. God said, you are my beloved son, the one that I love, the one I have begotten this day. He he said, in you, I'm well pleased. I'm well pleased. Why? Because Jesus had begun to pass the test of obedience and humility. The ministry of Jesus Christ was far above that of John the Baptist. John was a forerunner to Jesus. He came to announce the coming of the Lord. And from the words of John that we were privileged to even hear during the teaching on on the baptism, he made, you know, profound statement about this Jesus. There's one who is coming whose shoe latched, I am not qualified even to touch. He's the one that came from above and is above all. And then he said, I'm not the one to baptize you. I'm not qualified to baptize you. Rather, you must baptize me. But Jesus said, we've got to do this to fulfill all righteousness. That which is the desire of the Father has no contention with the understanding of men. And it's very important that you take note of this your great ministry may have to pass through a very small ministry. But without that small ministry, that your great ministry will never be born. And that is why when a a little person, a small person, someone that got born again yesterday stands to give testimony at the altar, you've got to be very careful because his testimony may hold the key to open the door for you. Your majestic, what do you call it? Ministry would have to go through a tunnel. That tunnel that you may not respect. Will you humble yourself and allow your student to teach you? When I got born again, my my students were my first teachers. Teaching me how to open the Bible. I had been opening Bible before. But I didn't know where the books were. They will mention a book. I'll go to the index to try to get a page and go there. What kind of life is that? These boys who were very dull in class were the ones who were trying to pre-scriptures to me. So, if I stood in that office of being their lecturer, I'm more educated. I'm smarter. I'm older than them. That's how you'll be there and get rotting. Humility, Obedience to the voice of God must always be before you. Something that you value greatly. You've got to pass that test. And most of us will don't pass. A man of God went to one auditorium and saw some powerful things down there and asked the pastor in charge who did this and they mentioned the name of the person that did it and he said I will send him to you. And he went there to see the man of God. When he went he was having a meeting with some of his people and so he was hanging around and was unfortunate to have walked on the rug that the man of God had bought, very expensive one from Dubai. It was in the in the hall. So he stood on that one. He was watching some things. And when the man of God finished the meeting in ten you saw him. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Do you know how expensive that one is? Oh, like this. Imagine mentioned his name. I was sent by Reverend so-and-so to come and turn to your issue. Oh, I'm sorry. He said, I'm also very sorry. I must what? What I carry, you cannot take it from me. You need me to brighten your corner somewhere. It's very important for you to learn to be very humble. Let them call you a fool, but when your story is told, those that call you a fool one day stand to salute you. John's ministry could not be compared to the ministry of Jesus. He, he was an announcer. In fact, he called himself a voice. He was what? A voice. So he wasn't even a human being, he was a voice. He had no other ministry than announcing, introducing the man who was coming. So the man who was coming had an overwhelming influence that men will not forget, just as we are talking about him today. Yet he had to go through the baptism of John the Baptist. He had to fall into the hands of John for John to dip him into the water and bring him out. It had to be done for him to start his ministry. And God said, you have submitted yourself in humility to obedience. Say, I'm pleased with you. I'm what? I'm pleased with you. Today, while I was meditating a little, something crossed my mind. It may not be true, so you you are free to assess anyhow. (laughs) You know, later, John the Baptist sent people to Jesus to ask, are you the one to come? Or should we expect another? I've had so many academic reasons, interpretation to that. But this afternoon, something crossed my mind the day he saw Jesus Christ he didn't see him who didn't see who John didn't see him he saw him but he didn't see him the person he saw he could not have a picture of that person he saw Doing the great exploits that he heard about him before, he didn't have it. Number one, number two, his interpretation of Jesus and his ministry did not fit into what Jesus came to do. I came to announce you. I, I'm, I was your your for, what do you call it, forerunner. I came. I introduced you to the people. I was the one that introduced you. And now I'm in prison. And you appear not to have heard anything, not even a visit. I know you as one that came to deliver the people, and you can't deliver me. Are you sure you are the one? One of the reasons why I'm saying he didn't see him, he didn't have an understanding of who that person was. He never had it. Never. Great ministry. Had to go through a rusty channel, an imperfect thing. But when it went through it and appeared on the other side, it was nothing but glory. The test of humility, the test of obedience. anytime you put yourself on the scales of men you miss the targets of god don't use human understanding to evaluate the things of the spirit they are not at any point equal at all in fact they they are they are they are on a parallel grounds they can't meet if you are the son of god as i heard him say i'm the one adding that one if you are then you surely must resemble your father what i'm asking you to do is not evil people are hungry all over the place just turn these stones who don't need them turn them to be what Food, bread for them to eat. That is not evil. Go and change stone, make stone, become bread. Isn't it evil? When people are hungry. (laughs) But the motive behind it, the motive was to bring Christ to his feet and to his knees before him just as he did to adam the first adam could not go through successfully he failed the test but this one had to pass the test to correct that which had been done which has turned man into a woeful being so the purpose of jesus going to the wilderness was to be tempted yes But he had gone there to overcome the devil before beginning the ministry. Finish him. Correct the evil. The thing that Adam did. That was the reason why he he went there. So it 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 is a sure pronouncement of victory that happened there in the wilderness. And so it is in these 21 days, there are several things about your life, several questions that you will get answers for. Amen. Things that have pushed you down, you will rise again and overcome them. Amen. And you must overcome these things before you get the next phase of your life and ministry. That makes this time so critical. Very critical, very crucial in your life. And in my life if we can be sincere and humble before the Lord, there are things about us, in terms of character, all manner of things that we know are not right. There's one very dangerous thing about human beings that we've got to be careful about. When people want to draw you to their level, what is their level? Flesh. What is their level? Gratification of the self. What is their level? To bring you so low from the realm of glory, realm of the spirit, into the realm of the flesh. Where you begin to look at yourself and not God. That is their goal. And when they begin to draw you like that and you respond to it. You'll be embarrassed before God. I've told people. Anyone who is a sound teacher of the word of God has no time to cast aspersions from the altar. Don't fall into it. There are issues you would you will touch because they are affecting the members. You will touch those ones. I don't cast aspersions. Why when you get into that point, you fall into the realm of men. But this place, on the pulpit, wherever you stand, I'm not, this structure may not be there, but you are talking about Jesus. You're on the altar of the Lord. And you've got to be extremely careful and close the door, lock yourself within the realm of the spirit and now do what God wants you to do. After that one, you can do anything to anybody you want to do. It is the devil's intention and his plan, his program that when you are beginning to soar, to soar high, that is when he comes in to pull you down. And he can only pull you down when he's able to connect you to the earth, connect you to men, connect you to the thinking of people, connect you to the things they believe in. He brings you down there. I know a lot of denominations that have suffered so much the moment they allowed the things that men do to enter the church. One of them is voting. One of them is what? Voting. The things that go on some of these places when when you see and you hear them you will be shocked. So if somebody wants to become the president of a ministry and therefore has to bribe people How to organize some other people so that they they are painted black for him to win the election and become president? Then what are we talking about here? You are voting. When they went to cast Lot in chapter one of Acts, what did God do? They went to Cast Lot, they carried and these are the ones we have chosen. So choose one God. Choose one. They didn't have understanding of the realm that he had entered. The New Testament realm is not that of voting. It is waiting on the Lord for him to choose. If you have read the story of Pastor Debo, you will you know. It took decades for some people to accept him as the head of the ministry when the, the Baba passed on. He came in late. The last thing I heard, I don't know what is going on now, the last thing I heard, some of the people over there asking for who would take over from him. And he told them that the one who would take over had not even come to church. In fact, the first thing I he said, the person had not been born again. Now the person is born again, but he's not in this church. What kind of thing is that? Allow us to Vote. Who are the ones that came first? Who have been here for long? We are the pillars of the church. Pillar. Pillars don't make influence. They don't. But the people who flow in the current of the spirit of God are the ones that make influence. So now that you have bribed somebody to vote for you, when you become president, you think he will respect you. You stand to speak, he looks at his ear, shut up, if not because we, we, we bankrolled you as it were. You've turned into a political party. It's very unfortunate. But it happens. It happens. Sometimes it is the insincerity of leadership also. The congregation can no longer trust them to give them one who will stand and be the leader of the place. I don't know the state of issues there now. i have not gone to read. But I have two very important books about the man. A biography that came first, and then the one that came on his 70th birthday. I have those two books. Giving insight about the man, his background, his walk with the Lord and all that. Look at what the Holy Ghost did. The man who was overseeing the stoning of Stephen. A very bad man. In the eyes of all men. That was a man he was going to bring to take the place of Judas. To make him the 12th apostle. Whether you like it or not. That was the 12th apostle it took that place and if you understand what number 12 means you begin to see what happened to Paul things of the spirit can only be understood and evaluated by the spirit it is by scriptures we interpret scriptures it's not by academics the academics have their place You are exposed to a lot of stuff. But when it comes to spiritual interpretation, it is of the Holy Ghost. It is of the Holy Ghost. That's why I'm saying at a time like this, you'll be able to enter certain rooms. Certain rooms in the corridors of God that ordinarily you may not be able to enter. In a time like this, there are things God will show you. And when he shows you those things, Act very fast. Act what? Very fast. Because the enemy will come to tempt you. He has been doing the same temptation from that time till today. And when believers, Holy Ghost filled below, begin to fall, then there's a problem. We cannot take this for granted for granted because we are still flesh. We are spirit. We live in this thing that has great affinities with the things of the world. That's why you must not lose your guard. That's why you need to quicken yourself once you a while. Put in some wood, let the fire be burning. Because where you are going is very far. Your destination is very glorious. You can't afford that the devil will now begin to take you off course. And put you at the point of disgrace. And it happens within your twinkle of what? Of the eye. People like this, it has happened. When it happens, he jumps out. And he calls will come and see you. Come and see. Come and see. In chapter 3 of Genesis, let's, let's just touch chapter 1. I'm coming back to this. I don't want to take too much time. I want to set some things down for you to understand. Now, in the chapter 1, God said, let us make man, verse 26, in our image and after our likeness. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. 28, let him have dominion and he blessed them and he pronounced that they should walk in the he said have dominion It was no longer a wish it was a decision an impartation have dominion have dominion over everything that is created so as it were he made the man the god of the earth he had the nature of God. Chapter 2 and verse 7. And God put his breath into the man. That was God in the man. And then Satan came. In chapter 3. Sorry in verse 18. Of that chapter 2. The Lord made him to name the animals. 18-19. So. Adam became a co-creator. With God in and to an extent he created names for the animals he created a name for the animals and the Bible said whatever name he called them that is what God also called them so he shared in the amazing intelligence of God excellent mind an inelastic mind if you like look at the number of the species that God created and he gave them names one after the other one after the other one after the other and then the devil came in has God said that you shouldn't eat of any fruit in this place look at the devil so closely anytime he appears to say what God has said check every single word and every single punctuation Before he disappoints you, has God said, did God really tell you that you shouldn't eat of any fruit here, any tree, the fruit of any tree in this garden? He said, No. He said, We are free to eat everything except for that one over there. That the day we eat it, we will die. He says, A lie. It is what? He injected, he introduced doubt into man. For man to doubt the the kindness, the goodness of the Lord. The excellence of God was what he began to question. You know that. The moment you eat this, God knows, he knows it now. He knows how you'll be like him. You become God and you'll be like him. That is why. He doesn't want to be like him. You see how we fought for this one so cheaply? If I allow him, he overtake me. If I introduce him to the pastor, the pastor will no longer look at me again. If I allow him, if, if, if we allow him to preach, he overshadow all of us. If we shall allow him to sing here, that's the end of our ministry in the choir. And that goes on among believers. If you don't overcome those things in your life, you would die under the yoke of the word, of the work. You would die. I had a very nasty testimony of a church because a man cannot countenance others and their opinions and what they want to be done, and he decided to shoulder everything. The church is dying gradually upon his own shoulders. He is carrying a carcass. You will always need people. You are not going to live forever if Christ delays in coming. I wouldn't want to use the word delay. If he has not come, you will never live forever. That's the truth. And when you are gone, somebody will do the work, except if you are a wicked person. That you want the world to die with you. Shouldn't you be happy. That a person you bring on board. Is manifesting the glory of God. And when they talk about him. They will make reference to you. That boy was brought in by Pastor Basi. We just thank God for his life. We don't even know where you got that boy from. But he's wonderful. He's wonderful. There's no How. They will talk about that boy without making reference to you. For bringing the person here. At any rate, what is the meaning of yes, as shiny? What is the meaning of that one? Before whom? Before men? The applause of men is not equal to the commendation of God. Men can clap their hands but it is not of God. It's not it's not equal to what God is saying concerning a person's life. Do you know that you, by going to bring a soul, you win a soul into the kingdom? You have a share in the account of that person before the Most High God. In case you don't know. So a person that you brought to Christ now becomes your enemy because God is blessing the person. No. you will be like God and they forgot their status they forgot who they were do we really know who we are that a little ob- ob- obedience to what God is saying will not bring you down but rather enhance your position humility is a demonstration of the very nature of God and the Christ that we are following, humility He did all that he could to instill that into the apostles, the first people who were with him. Tell them to be humble. He taught them. He demonstrated. If it is not so important, (laughs) then what else? You know how the level lost his position? Pride. You know why Saul, the king, lost his position? Pride, you know why David suffered for a, some time, a lot of commotion is in his home. It was pride. I am the king, and by the tradition of kings or kingdoms around here, every woman is my asset. I can take any woman, no matter who the husband is. If he may be, us, I kill him. I'm the king. Gave that man some very hard time. Prophet Nathan said, "The sword will not depart from your household." Even though God forgave him, the sword never departed from that home. The scars of sin. So be careful, so you don't create a problem for your 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 generation behind you, your children, and your children's children you may behave like Hezekiah God said it won't happen in your time you will go in peace he said hallelujah praise God Lord you are so faithful you are good let it happen in their time they know how to organize themselves me I'm going (laughs) hallelujah the the man was made in the image of God in the likeness of God he was given dominion that is rulership so he was God over the earth He called the nature of God, and he shared in God's wisdom and excellence in the naming of animals that God was had created. So, if you like, he was a partaker, some partial partaker, in the in the creation that God did. He was God over the earth. That means he didn't have to do anything to become God, but he didn't understand. He was taken away by the things that he saw. Satan showed. The woman said, I saw this thing. Just like Achan was to say later. I saw the fruit. So beautiful, so appealing. It's a fruit that will make a person wise. Hey! God has put his wisdom in you. It is not enough. You want a tree, a fruit that will make you wise. You have doubted God. You have doubted the integrity of God. You have doubted the omnipotence of God. The moment you do that, you fall into the hand of the devil like this. And you begin to squeeze you up. That is what he sought to do with Jesus Christ. But thank God that Jesus understood if. Understood what? If. If you are the son of God, he said to himself, there's no doubt about that who so I am. I am going to prove it to you. And the instrument of victory was nothing but the word of God. The instrument of victory in your challenges. The temptation will surely come your way at the, at the threshold of every lifting. There will be temptation. At the threshold of every lifting There will be temptation And it behoves on you and myself To equip ourselves with the word of God Sufficient enough To see through The cunningness of the devil And to get ourselves free It is not by might It is not by power It is by the spirit of the Lord And the word of God is spirit and life. When you release it Satan cannot say anything to agree so in this time of fasting you must arise and go beyond all the temptations of life i will not deceive you they will come they will come in multiples they will come And, and sometimes they come so covered they painted so beautifully beautiful beautiful These are the people from the Most High. Talking to Paul and uh, and Silas. These are the ones that came from the Most High God. What you are speaking is true. Some of us would have said, say amen to what that girl said. Say amen, everybody say amen to what that God said. Say amen. God bless you. You will live longer. (laughs) In our our, our, our charismatic uh, Pentecostal creeds. You will leave, long. God is going to give you a great husband. In the name of Jesus. Yes. <laughs> the appeal to the things of the flesh. He does that so easily. So easily. The moment you forget yourself for a second, He takes over. It was time for kings to go to war and david did not go to war he stayed at home and was walking on the on the on the corridors over there over there overlooking the city and i believe that he was enjoying himself and then satan visited him and hell took hold of his head and turned the head like this turned the head and then he began to see a naked woman bathed in the house over there and satan held her head like this look at it look at this woman is she not king size this is king size (laughs) it is for the king not for any other person David, are you? don't you understand what I'm talking about? And as he was looking, he called somebody. Who is that woman? They said he's the wife of, um, of Uriah. Oh, Uriah my servant, call her for me. They brought the woman. His, his head was still in the hand of the devil. It's left with the woman. The protest of the woman didn't amount to anything. and the woman became pregnant see I have to now see when you lie you will need extra lies to cover the original lie so you graduate from lying to lie one lie after the other you use lie to cover lie lie to cover lie to cover and the lies becomes so huge that it explodes and everywhere everybody knows it's a lie Get that man to come home. Let him come and sleep with the wife. She just go to his home. (laughs) They brought him. And he said. Israel is at war. I can't go to my house. The king persuaded him. He gave him drinks. He gave him everything. He refused to go. So now the pregnancy was announcing itself. There's something about pregnancy. It's not like yam. That grows downwards. Because it's only the glory of God. In the eyes of men must see. It carries a flag. I'm pregnant. There is a baby here. It the to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Satan put another thing into the heart of uh, David. Kill him. Kill that Uriah and then take over this woman. It's a very simple matter. One of the very wicked things David ever did. He sent for him. He sent message to Joab. Put that Uriah in the hottest part of the battle and cause the man to withdraw from him and that is exactly what Joab did and Joab sent a message to him that the deed is done or the deed was done and David said that is normal they saw divorce one and then the other anybody can die in war it doesn't really matter the next moment he went to take over your wife and you know the story. He was at the height of glory when that thing happened. He was hitting another level in his kinship role. And the path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. And every single day opens you up to a higher dimension of living and ministry. And the devil cannot contain it, so he must throw in some things into the wheel just to put you down. Paul said, we are not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. Please take note, your greatest asset is the word of God. that you carry into prayer, the word. Satan is a very, very interesting fellow. He quotes scripture from Psalm 91. Now, now, please take note of something here. It, it wasn't assumed that the devil was taking Jesus to the mountain, then to the, to, to the hills. It a spiritual war. Sometimes you go through that one. If I do this, people will say, I'm a great man. I'm a great man. Those who don't respect me will begin to respect me. Your greatness is not from you. Your greatness is from the Lord. As long as you keep on aligning yourself to the things of God, nobody can stop your greatness. You are ordained by God to be great. The greatness is not seen because you have not taken the right position. And that position is you aligning yourself with God's program for your life. God's program for your life? Challenges will come. But they cannot destroy you. Temptations will come but you always overcome them if you allow God to be your guide. It's something very interesting here, in, in chapter 8 of Romans, verse 14, and uh, if you read uh, 14 and also verse, um, verse 19, 14 says, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God. And verse 19, what does it say? That the entire creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The people are led by the Spirit, and here you will see the Holy Ghost leading somebody into the wilderness to be tempted. The leading of the Holy Ghost is in line with what we find in Deuteronomy 32. Can you give me 32 verse nine? I'm about to. Close. I can't finish the teaching. <laughs> For the lost portion is his people. Jacob is a place of his, of his what inheritance. Go ahead. He found him in a desert land and in the wasteland, the howling wilderness. He encircled him, he instructed him, he kept him as the apple of his eye. Yes. As an eagle stirs up its neck, hovers over its young, spreading out the wings. His wings taking them up, carrying them on his wings. Yes, so the Lord alone led him. And there was no foreign God with him. He led them about. He led them where? About. The leading about was an act of training that would produce maturity. Challenges are meant to make you mature. If you stand with the Lord because he doesn't program you for destruction. The Holy Ghost, if you submit yourself into his hands, will take you around. You go through challenges. If anybody tells you that, it is all rosy like that. I agree it's rosy, but not by the definition of men. He leads you about in the wilderness, desert places, places where there's no water, mountaintops. He's taking you from one level to the other. So that God's program for your life will come to pass. I was not a Christian, but I remember a teacher I had who tormented me because of his own pride I had understanding some understanding of arithmetic in the elementary school the moment you put the the, the sum there I tell you the answer and the man will now ask me to work out and when I work he will tell me that's not the approved method I said, but I have the answer that man did everything to frustrate me and the more he did that one the sharper i became because i kept on working and working the mathematics the sums that they would give i kept on working it so one day he called me said who taught you this method i said you are coming home listen there are people who are hard very very hard they are like taskmasters that God will allow you to work with and stay with. Don't hate them. Don't do what? Don't hate them. They are there appointed by God. They may be wicked to everybody, but as far as you are concerned, they are sharpening you for a greater tomorrow. The reason why I can stay anywhere and survive is thank God with all the due respect to god one of my mother's my father's wives that tormented us and made me to become very tough and learn how to cook and cook well you understand how to live on sugar cane and water how to live on one stick of plantain but with a huge quantity of um, of, of vegetables that we went picking everywhere. At that time, he, she thought that she was undoing our lives. But I came to discover that the woman helped me. So when I traveled from Ghana to Nigeria, that training came forth powerfully. My colleague, a whole graduate, was crying like a baby. And I was laughing at him. I told him one thing. Nobody who has tears in the eyes can see ahead. So wipe your tears. Tomorrow will be better. You are going somewhere. There is a map that God has. A chart that he has concerning your life. This season, every wrong step you have taken will be corrected. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every wrong step that you have taken in your life. Will be corrected by him. Why? Because you open your eyes. To the things that you are supposed to do. And you will do them. What is God? He led them about. The Holy Ghost is leading you about. Submit yourself. Submit yourself to him. Why? He knows the end from the beginning. He knows where you are going. You don't know it. Submit yourself. That is God himself taking you to your place of glory and you will surely get there. May the peace of God which surpasses all understanding envelope you and do your great work of great favor and take you up to the mountain tops and you will never miss it in life in the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed and you are highly favored you are one that God has appointed to correct the errors of your generation and you will not fail God in the name of Jesus Christ tomorrow by the grace of God I will do a little addition to what I have taught today very important hallelujah glory to God it is well with you